Hey folks, uh, brief little uh, interlude here. I'm also here. Hello, it's Max. Um, we just wanted to clarify something that we got wrong last week. Um, and and get wrong pretty often. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> um, so thanks to Zazzy for alerting us um, uh, that the Catholic Church, the, the actual Catholic Church. Not, not the like old Catholic Church or the funky Catholic Church or the whatever. Right. Uh, the Catholic Church, the official Catholic Church, does actually allow exorcisms. Uh, but it's under certain circumstances. And if you check out uh, Google... Um... Wow, you can go to Vatican.va. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a real website. Um yeah, so if you go uh, to their Code of Canon Law page, and that's C-A-N-O-N, Canon Law. Not like what, Not like shooting someone out of a cannon. <laughs> um, it covers part two, the other acts of divine worship. Title one, sacramentals. <laughs> this is like... This is like government. Type it even uses the stuff. little the little weird S symbol. What does right that there. mean? That's like that's like a thing. Okay. It's like a bullet point, but it's more official. Oh, maybe it's more holy or something. It looks like a two-tailed tadpole. Anyway, uh, so their canon one one seven two funny tadpole one uh, says. I think it means section. Okay, whatever. Um, it says no one can perform exorcisms legitimately upon the possessed unless, unless, unless he has obtained special and express permission from the local ordinary. And then section two says the local ordinary is to give this permission only to a presbyter who has piety, knowledge, prudence, and integrity of life. So basically you have to go up the chain of command to get permission to do a, um, an exorcism? And I'm assuming an ordinary is somebody who ordains, one who ordains people. Yeah. So unless you have the power to ordain someone in as a as a minister, do they say minister in Catholicism? I don't know. Unless you have the power to ordain someone as a whatever, uh, then you do not have the power to grant permission to do an exorcism. But I don't think it says... Oh, oh, a presbyter has to have piety, knowledge, prudence, and integrity of life. And, of course, those are all very subjective, so it's all up to the ordinary. Basically, what this is saying is you have to get permission from the Catholic Church. Yes. Pretty much. Pretty so, much. So James Long is still a shill, who I do not like very much. <laughs> uh, but it turns out we are wrong about the fact that we are wrong when we say as a fact that the Catholic Church doesn't do exorcisms. Because they do. They do. And and thank you for uh, uh, correcting us. Uh, we we invite everyone to provide for us facts when we are giving out alternative facts unintentionally. Please, please tell us when we are wrong. <laughs> it keeps us humble, and we're it is here the, for you. So it is part of the scientific method. It is a part of science to catch things that are incorrect. So you know, thanks. Thank you. Thank and, you. Anyway. And we won't we won't get upset. If 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 we're wrong and you you correct us like that that's totally I mean we we want you to catch our 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 so faults. do all our editing for us <laughs> uh, and and enjoy episode thirty six where we have a special guest John yeah anyway see you around guys. Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them. We just like watching them do their thing. 
So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm John. And uh, welcome back, John, first of all. Welcome. Hi. Glad to be back. Uh, We're glad to have you, and we're so glad you could join us for what is going to be the last episode of season three of Ghost Adventures that we review. It probably was not, like, canonically the last one released because of the aforementioned goofiness with the DVDs. But that's okay. Uh, this one is actually a pretty good finale, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to the Amargosa Opera House in what used to be Death Valley Junction, California, but is now not a real town. Which is weird because apparently there's a town manager. So what do you guys think this guy does? Is he the mayor? He <laughs> says he's the town manager. That is what this is. This is a uh, rich. Is that like, his name? Something yeah, like Rich that. Regnall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says that he is the town manager of this place that is not really a town. <laughs> Sorry, I found him on Facebook. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a profile picture. Oh, and so, um, it's just So it's him like in the opera house with two women on each arm. So Who are like, way too young for him. And Oof. Mm. Oof. Oof. Okay, let's see. So, Oh, like, my. Here's some other pictures as well. He's on okay, a horse. Okay. He's out in a wilderness. He has a chicken he, leg. He likes meat. Like. And oh wow. What is that? Is uh, that a nightgown? Wait, let me see. Okay. Okay. So um we're looking at a picture and the caption says, I really like two descriptions of this for this photo. So I will include mine and my brother Ryan's titles. So Richard Regnall, he doesn't the peach color at the sunset bring out the color of my eyes here? And then a DVJ fashion monument brought to you by Winchester Rifles. What the fuck is this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then, like, Ryan Regnall, his brother, I think, says that, like, first it's a travel trailer. Then with a small explosive charge, it's desert fodder. Sweet. Do it again, Rich. Rich do it again. What is this about? So to describe the picture, he's, he's in, like, what looks like a junkyard. And in his hands, in his hands is something that is... It, it, it looks like an item of clothing. It looks like a lady's nightgown, which has been torn to shreds. And he just has this, like... There's a dot uh, behind This him. expression. He's got his arms open, like, who knows, type of expression. <laughs> uh, it's very interesting. Um, but, yes, this man has a, a Facebook, apparently, which is a very... Um, Oh, there's the Amargosa Opera House. There's the Opera House. But this is really weird. Like, yeah, yeah, what is that? Why does he have that? He has uh, this certificate, Death Valley Railroad Company, 23rd, it says. 23rd, oh, 1914. Oh, I don't know. That's so probably that's, just some historic shit that yeah. he, he's into. Appears to have been a truck driver at one point. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's that picture, of, picture the of the cat. That must be his cat. I don't know. There's So there in this, this episode, and we'll get to this episode in a minute. Uh, there's yeah, a, I promise you we're actually okay. going to talk about the episode of Ghost Adventures. There, there, there's a picture of a cat on the wall, and and you know most pictures of cats, you're like, oh, how sweet. But this one's kind of like, oh, is 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 that okay? Is she doing all right? Um, yeah. 
So that's Richard. Um, he's a town manager. He's oh. Whatever that means. Wow. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so this used to be a mining town uh, where apparently the Borax Company mined. It's old Borax mining town. There was a Mario sighting at the very beginning of this. With yeah, like, like one of those mm. shitty reenactments that are blurry. Uh, it's supposed to be like a, a miner or something, but it's it's Mario. He's, he's got a red shirt and blue overalls, and they're both very highly saturated. So, and by the way, remember this guy. Remember Mario. Yeah, because he's coming back. Mario Good will co- return. He's gonna make a comeback. Yeah. Uh, so half of this hotel is renovated and it's used as a hotel and an opera house and an opera house. So there's like performances there, and it's a really pretty opera house. It's, I mean, it's it's one floor. Uh, but the mm. the walls are painted. There's like a mural of uh, the remainder of an opera house, like the balcony and stuff, and people. It's really um, colorful. In yeah, there. really bright and colorful in there. And there oh. are uh, there's at least one performer who uh, does various acts and is um, uh, a little uh, eccentric, I would mm, say. Yeah, very flirtatious. Flirtatious. Yeah. Um, Zach meets her. Her name is Sandy. And um, she greets him. Uh, she's well. First off, she's wearing a very flowy long skirt, and she's doing kind of a dance with this scarf. Yeah, um, it's like a belly dancing scarf though, too. Yeah, so it's like... and then Zach once you know is trying to approach her to talk to her, and she steps up, and then she squats down with her legs wide open. <laughs> and this really puts Zach off his game, like immediately. He gets a little flustered, <laughs> a little red in the face. With this hot fifty-something-year-old cutie. Ooh. Ooh, that's his bread and butter right there. He's inviting right. him into her hoo-ha. <laughs> Welcome. It's oh, hospitality industry. No. <laughs> so in addition to the opera house, there's a place in this building called Spooky Hollow. That mm. is their unrenovated, uh, probably extremely dangerous part of the hotel. Uh, th- this is really funny. Zach asks why it's called that, and the very, very flat response he gets is because it's haunted. Because it's spooky. Ah. I love how unthreatening Spooky Hollow sounds. Yeah, Spooky Hollow sounds like a fucking Disney World-like thing, right? It sounds like right. something you'd hear Scooby-Doo talk about. And speaking of Scooby-Doo, apparently the ghosts here do the Scooby-Doo thing of, like, running back and forth across the hallway and, like, emerging out of different rooms, which I thought was really funny. There's uh, different rooms um, that have different happenings that they describe. We get like a whole rundown, but I think that's pretty, that's a little bit further in the episode than we are. Yeah, we can get to that. Um, Right now, the thing that we're learning is that, first of all, these ghosts do not like men. Especially really bro-y ones. And they show (laughs) that by feeling men up. Which I'm surprised Zach didn't have a no homo uh, I, segment. You know, right? usually he, <laughs> like, he usually you'd expect him to be like, "Well, uh, I don't like it when ghosts touch me unless they're female." <laughs> That's his like his standard response, right? Yeah, maybe he like didn't hear her properly, or um, yeah, maybe he just missed that piece of information that it's a male spirit who does it to men. Mm. So the tour guide is like really enthusiastic about this place, and she apparently has cataloged like tons of stuff, like tons of sightings and things so that every time they, they like feel like they've seen something. She's like, wait, what was it? Describe it for me. And Aaron describes a, like a, a painter man. And she says, Peep. and it's a very vague description, by the way. He's like, Oh, it just looks like a worker. And a worker th- in jeans. Mm, so specific. Um, Just like Mario. Who we- <laughs> You're rolling on your EVP and you get, it's a me. 
There is a so, so there's a guy ghost around here that they call Boss Man, and he apparently apparently he likes to be called Boss Man, and I would like to know how did they find out that he likes to be called Boss Man? He left a note. <laughs> Please refer to me as Boss Man. I don't want to know what's his real name though. Like, do, like, I, like, do, you just don't get Boss Man from like actually like you know from like a nickname. If you know what I mean by that, so, right. like, I want to know like what's his real name. Yeah. Uh, he is also said to live in the quote pissy room. That is such a weird name. So I'm getting the oh. vibe I'm getting from Boss Man is that he actually might be the ghost of that cat. Yeah. He lives in the pissy room. <laughs> He's very particular, and he really doesn't like being treated roughly by large men. And he likes people to call him Boss Man. I think it's that cat, y'all. Oh, I, I, I think agree. it is the ghost of that cat. Full heart, I agree. This is also where we see that image of that cat. Yeah. That cat image. We'll have to post it for y'all. <laughs> yeah. It's not a, a healthy looking no. cat. Oh, he looks really God. mean and old. Smelly cat. Smelly cat. What are they feeding you? <laughs> Um, oh, uh, did you guys notice that when Zach was asking one of the ladies who was giving him a tour, uh, when he asked her if people have, if there have been deaths here, and it took her a really long time. <laughs> she like to, nods very slowly. Very slowly with hesitation. Um, she has this look on her face. It's just like the wide eyed, like just like talking out of your ass. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> goes, sure. And later we hear from, I think it was another woman, that yes, there was at least one assisted hanging. Yeah, what the hell what does is that? that? Mean? I, that means murder, right? It was like very much like touch and go. Like they didn't like really actually go in depth with that. They just like say, yeah, there's like an assistant hanging. And I'm like, I'm just saying, they're like, wait, what? None of, the, none of the GAC stops her for an explanation. And then apparently there was also one suicide, which mm. sounds like it's what, different from an assisted hanging. I don't yes. know. <laughs> Um, we, we sort of meet a woman who was a, a desk clerk at this hotel and she talks about, Ugh. oh yeah, Mary Lee, basically having sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she talks about how she was lying in bed and she couldn't move. She was stuck. And then she started to panic. That is sleep paralysis. And then we hear more from man city manager, Rich, who blames the high turnover rate at this hotel on ghosts. And they, they mentioned that they don't tell new employees about the ghosts. Mm. Because apparently it would scare them too badly. Well, guess what? Now they know. Now they know. Oh, yeah. Now everyone's going to know because this is going to be on the Travel Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Uh, so now is when we get into the rundown of all the different rooms. But, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I missed. I forgot about um, Marta. Oh, yes, Marta. Oh, yes, Marta. She was the original owner, correct? Yes. Not the original owner because it was built in 1920s. Or, sorry, oh. the original owner of the when it became an opera house. The business as it is now. Yes. Yes. Um, Marta is the oldest living human, um, and recalls a story like a. It's a very accurate statement. She recalls a spooky dad experience in which uh, her the ghost of her father apparently thanked her husband for her husband, by the way, whose name was like Willug or something like Will that. Wilgrith. Yeah, Wilgrith. Wilgrith. Her husband. What who... a name! That's such a name. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, also, really quick. So apparently, like. If you like do a little bit more research, like Rich Regnell and like Mary Lee, like the like the receptionist of like the hotel, were dating at the time. So it's just like what? really, yeah. It says right here. Whoa. Okay. Oh, so like this boy. is an article from like Las Vegas Review, I think. Okay. 
Yeah, Las Vegas. Oh, the, it's the Las Vegas Sun. Sun so sorry. that must be their their newspaper. Wow. Hmm. It's really interesting. But it's getting yeah. it's getting hot in Death Valley. It's heating up in Death Valley. But <laughs> Um, we go through these rooms that apparently each room has different characteristics and different kinds of hauntings in it. Um, in room 20, the beds are said to move, quote, like the ocean. Mm, you know what wink, that wink. means. You know. It's not the motion of the ocean. <laughs> room 24 is the crying baby room. That is the first and the last that we hear about it in this episode. Uh, room 11, you get EVPs, orbs, and cold spots. One of those three things happens in this episode. You also hear about the kids in the hall. Yes! Oh, yes, the children running around. Oh, the kids yeah. in the hall, get it? And I'm and making the, a shout-out to the TV show that's from Canada that was on in the early 90s. Stephen Colbert was I on I wonder there. if... Uh, no, I think that was something. Wasn't he? he was, maybe he was. I don't Strangers remember. with Candy is yeah, what i Yeah, he was I'm on Strangers of, with Candy, yeah. I'm aging myself. Um, uh, room 15 is where you get cold spots and people apparently getting possessed or channeled. Uh, the words are used interchangeably in this episode, which is remarkable because in the last episode we mentioned possession as like a very specific thing. So it's anyone's guess as to what's what what was what's going on here and how this terminology works. And then through the blue doors, oh, we have the clown hospital. Oh, that was so creepy. I love uh. the clown hospital. <laughs> and it's not a, a hospital for clowns, unfortunately. Unfortunately, if only. It is rather a old hospital that was used to take care of the miners of the town. Um, and now there are a lot of clown images in there and for some reason. Tons of mannequins that all make Zach very uncomfortable. Yeah. And a room full of heads. Yeah. Do you guys remember this head room? Well, it was heads, but they were they they had masks, so they were mask holders, I think. Which is, I feel like, is way more worse. Yeah, yeah that's super <laughs> way more worse. Yeah. And I feel like oh we should. Gosh. I would like to put a pin in the head room real quickly. Okay. 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 Uh, and that's <laughs> that's like basically the end before the lockdown. So Rich has done something really smart for these boys. He not only did he shut down the entire street that this thing is on to prevent light pollution from headlights, he also cut the power to the entire building. Yeah. For them, so that they wouldn't get any uh, e electromagnetic interference. Yeah, that's and pretty cool. I, I like, mean, you're still going to get it, but... But they also did not get their EMF detectors out at any point during this episode. That's funny. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the X-Camp rundown is a lot shorter in this one, thank God. Oh, and by the way, they're locking themselves in from the inside and Rich is going to, like, throw the key in through the crack in the door. So, like, this just leaves open the opportunity that... The key might get stuck or lost. <laughs> so here we are at the lockdown. Here we are. Um, Zach says he blanks his mind out for the walkthrough, which I'm sure is not a hard job. Well, he also says that he does. We we don't think about, you know, what happened in this room or that room because we don't want to. It's like, yes, you do. That's the whole reason why you have a tour guide in the beginning of the show. That's the whole part of the episode, right? Like low key. Just reminded me of like an earlier episode from like season two. I think it was like the Preston Castle. And it was just like Zach was just like so out of it like the entire time. I was just like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, we get a how dark it really is now, from Aaron. Aaron does it, which yeah. I thought was great. It shows his him getting some initiative. Because usually it's Zach like, Aaron, turn that light off. And we get a lot of their close-ups of their faces. It felt like watching Blair Witch. Really face-heavy episode oh, of yeah. Ghost Adventures. They all split up to do EVP, but they don't really split up. They're just all three standing like 10 feet apart in the same hallway. Because it's yeah. a really small building. <laughs> uh, and then there is a, a creepy scream 
as they say, that just totally annihilates Zach's psyche. It breaks him completely. He's like, what the fuck was that? And oh, actually, it sounds God. more like a laugh than anything. It's like, a, <laughs> like Pennywise the Clown laugh. Yeah, like it's one of those clowns in the oh, pictures. That's why the clown hospital is there. And that's why it scared Zach so bad. It's yeah. because it's a clown laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, guys. It reminded me of the laugh that you hear when the clown box is on the screen in the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Uh, Z Zach asks for a show of power, and they get this really, really weak EVP that's like, uh, and then they approach this mysterious door that they keep hearing all of this banging coming from. You hear Aaron taunting, and then... And then you hear a bang, and Aaron freaks the fuck out. Oh, he flips out completely. He drops three F-bombs in a row right here, and <laughs> yeah. he's, like, running to the other guys to try he's and like get He's, like, doing help. a little spooky dance. Like, I've been spooked. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh it's really great. It's like an adult version of a kid at his birthday party. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like the Nintendo kid. And so the weird thing that happens in this is so Aaron is, he has his camera facing this room that this noise comes from the He's whole filming, time. Yeah. But they only show us the moment, like, like split second, like close to the end of when it's happening rather than the whole time, like before and after. Now, Something that they did not mention is that if you watch it, you can actually see something being thrown or something moving across the room towards the left. The, and it correlates with the timing of the bang. That yeah. They hear. And, you know, could have been anything. It could have been a bat. I don't know. Um, but they don't even mention it, which the, makes us wonder. The guys usually dive on this, like immediately. <laughs> yeah. And they like really, really, they slow it down, go frame by frame. They even do literally that with another piece of evidence later on in the episode. Yeah. But usually this is like going to take up five to 10 minutes. Yeah. And they devote no time to it and just show Aaron freaking out a bunch. So <laughs> we definitely, all of us definitely saw this thing moving across. They don't mention it at all. They don't address it at all. And they don't like spend any time like looking at the before, middle, and after footage of this. Only the during and after, which is a little suspicious. It kind of makes it seem like they figured out what it was and then didn't want to look like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because also later on in the episode, Nick is like, we have to get more evidence. We have to get more evidence because it's it making it seem like they really didn't get a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um. They, they whip out the thermal camera. Oh, yeah. Thermal time. Ooh, yeah. Um, and they end up catching... What they think is a head. Now, I'd like to go back to the headroom because the walls, the, the thermal camera is like really badly balanced in this episode. Did you guys notice this? Oh, yeah. No. So it shows the walls as very hot unless there's a person in the screen and it shows the walls as really cold. So it kind of seems like it needs to calibrate, like get a balance of like what the, the general background temperature is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when they're swinging it around. And they are transitioning to a, a doorway. Yes. Mm. Seven times. Seven times they show us this this fucking flip. Zach turns the camera and you see what looks like the profile of a head. Kind of. It kind of looks like the profile of a head. He says that he's po pointing it towards an open doorway at this point. Was it the headroom? I'm wondering if it was the headroom. What do you mean headroom? The room with the, the heads in it, the mask holders. Oh. Well, it was too close, I think. It was... It, it's it's really it's a bad moment. Maybe like, the mannequin head was just floating through this the air. And, and that would be much creepier than just a weird yeah, spot. It right? would be. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But they they further to their credit, they did want to be precise about this and make sure that it actually was something that they caught. So they they went over the same motion seven times. But I mean, 
if, if it's a human and they're in the dark, you can't guarantee that they're going to do it the same exact way every single time. And they also, um, Nick notes that he feels like a warm spot above Zach's head nearby when they caught this. So this, by their logic, would be a demon, right? And not a, not a ghost because yeah. demons are hot and ghosts are cold. Yeah. They don't go back to that. No. This, these, the Ghost Adventures crew, when they were younger men, they were really, they did not have this shit together. They no. still don't really have this shit together, but <laughs> this episode was so slapdash in regards to like what they decide to really investigate. So next, Zach gets really personal. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh. So, man, a lot of really solid gold Zach quotes <laughs> coming up here. Uh, so, first of all, you, yes, you're the nasty spirit who likes to push people. Uh, he says, I hate bullies. And that's when, like, I feel like something has something has come up. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, like he's gone to kind of a dark place in his own head and his own past yeah. right now. Because he also, he's he has to clarify, I'm not, if there are any other spirits here, I'm not yelling at you. Just the bully and the nasty spirit. And then he tells the nasty spirit <laughs> to bring it. <laughs> now, this oh, is when God. they get an EVP that is the most, like, I know I, that I say it sounds like a bird a lot. This is the most obvious owl hooting I've ever heard on a Ghost Adventures episode. It seriously is like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and they call it a, a, a male moan. <laughs> oh, man, the homoeroticism in this episode. There, There is not tons of life in Death Valley because it is dry as hell. Mm -hmm. But um, now and again, they'll get like passing, migrating uh, water Eastern, Eastern screech owl lives in Death Valley. Oh, okay, wait, it's so cute. It's cool. a very cutie. It also sounds very terrifying. Sound, oh, look, tons of tons of owls live in okay. live in Death Valley. Oh, well, actually, okay. so we got the barn owl, great horned owl. I would say what they heard was probably a great horned owl. Yeah, because screech owls and barn owls both sound like horrible blood curdling <laughs> curdling murder. We get birds. great That's horned true. owls around here, and it sounds like very peaceful and fun sounding birds so, yeah. yeah oh yeah um zach offers up his his uh spiritual energy to this this spirit or ghost <laughs> mm -hmm. and says you know you can you can do that to all of us you can choose which one you'd like um and then he he tells uh he tells the boys that he's gonna he you know let let me go by myself oh He's he's going off to investigate alone. He's a so big brave man. He's gonna go into the boss man's room, uh, oh, and nothing man. happens. <laughs> yeah, he, he builds this moment up like it's gonna be huge, and then there's nothing. Yeah, the payoff is not there. Uh, they also discover like a new section of the hotel, and on the way in, Zach eats shit mightily. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> like he sl he trips so slowly. Yeah, it's really and his funny. legs are dangling in the air. Oh God, it was like like. Timber. <laughs> it's kind of funny what they decide to leave in. Yeah. Because Zach's ego seems very fragile, but he left that in. I wonder if, like, Aaron's the final uh, editor. And and I wonder if, like, Zach gives him a lot of shit for leave, leaving an embarrassing crap. I'm actually going to look this up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's the editor? Who, who's credited? Um, also, I found it funny that um, Zach talked about... Um, that, well, because nothing happened in the boss man's room, he's like trying to pull shit out of the air saying, oh, well, maybe he escaped into the hallway and there's a window at the end. So that could have been an escape. Route. That's where he likes to go when he's feeling like, scared. Go do ghosts need windows to move around? <laughs> do mean... ghosts need to escape? Last you... time I checked, um, they could it, go through walls and stuff. Last time I checked, we we're making all of these rules up. Yeah. So they actually split up for real this time. And don't just hang out in different 
parts of the same hallway. So Zach goes into the room where people get possessed, or or rather the room where uh, Mary Lee got got sleep paralysis. And Aaron and Nick take their special like the special EVP recorder to go do EVP in room twenty. And this EVP recorder is like a live feedback one. Now this is what's really funny to me about this is that if you've ever done like audio recording and you have your like headphones turned on so that you're monitoring your own levels. It's insanely distracting yeah. because there's a little bit of a delay. Yeah. So just imagine everything that happens in this part. Like Zach, like Nick and Aaron are so beleaguered by the delay of their own voices trying to do this. <laughs> um, they get their first EVP and they attribute it to sick ghosts. <laughs> that was weird. Like, are you, are you making us feel the way you feel? Because apparently they're nauseous in here. Oh, and Zach puts his bedroom voice on to talk to this ghost did y'all notice this that was no i, I was very uncomfortable with he that. was like it was like why are you scaring people in here <laughs> come and touch me <laughs> can you can you make make yourself known i really want to know you zach loves beds and i know it's because he's wanting that ghost I, but jj oh it's got to be his gosh. dream to fuck a ghost like zach Bagans wants to have he ghost always, sex so bad yeah always lays down on beds oh so weird oh man but uh okay so oh you're looking up okay so yeah. we got the imdb so, stats here so i got nick groth for one of the editors okay and the other one is zach Bagans, david devin lawrence Joseph Taglieri. Oh, I just, oh, I mispronounced that so badly. Um, and then there's Patrick, and then there's Eric, Bob, Jonathan Reinhardt. Any Aaron or no? No Aaron's. So oh, interesting. It looks like Zach and Nick do the primary editing on this show. And that Zach's outnumbered when it comes to decisions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wonder if those are all like scripts people, like, uh, like Travel Channel employees, Ooh. those other folks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. maybe. I bet they are. Because they probably have to adhere to like some kind of quality standards for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Can you oh God. <laughs> quality standards on ghost adventures. Oh. Completely enforced by another company, not enforced by the GAC at all. Yeah. Zach um, gets this little ghost bark. Did you notice this? No. He gets while well, he's right. Be- this is right before he pretends to be paralyzed. He like gets the little oh, is ghost it the damn it? Cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then he bully. Then he like convinces himself his body's going numb and that he's paralyzed. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because God. what that woman experienced definitely wasn't sleep paralysis. He also talks about how he's become like the center of some kind of ghost vortex. There's like spirits touching him and wind going all around him. That is so weird. Placebo effect is so strong. At the same time, though, he just started coughing, and then he just started, like, you know, going to, like, this weird sort of, like, state where it's like... I have an explanation for this. (laughs) Me too. I think he's having an asthma attack. (laughs) (laughs) Because the boys are all feeling ill from from being in the detritus of the the spooky hollow. Uh Oh, yeah. And this is before he starts wearing his mask a lot. Yeah. So I think this is just Zach experiencing an asthma attack from walking around in a dusty old desert hotel. From his delicate Mm -hmm. respiratory system. Um, my explanation was, okay, so this room that he ends up going in, at first it's locked. So this is kind of weird oh, and crazy. This is really weird, yeah. Uh, at first it's locked and they can't get in. My guess is it might just be a difficult handle to the door. That happens. It's happened to me it before. in bathroom? Yeah, it does. <laughs> we sometimes get locked in our bathroom because we have one of those stupid, like, twisty lock things. Oh, those? Yeah. Cheapest shit on the that? planet. Yeah. Oh, no. We have never had that before. And yeah. then... Also you... the cheapest toilet in the world. Yeah, that's true. That's I a whole apologize. other story. But, um... <laughs> 
my guess is that it was just a hard handle, but whatever. Anyway, so it's it's kind of weird. They can't get in at first. And Zach's like, I'm going to break this door down. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes around. He remembers that there's another door in the neighboring room that leads to this this locked room. And by the way, they've locked this room up because apparently it's very haunted. Um, I he, don't believe that. I just think that there's just a, like a lot of dust and stuff like that in there. That was my explanation. <laughs> there's a shitload of so, dust. So yeah, and eventually, you know, he can't get in the other way, so he comes back around, and what do you know? The door's unlocked now. Was it even open? Or was it just unlocked? He said it was just unlocked. Okay, so he goes in, and of course this room doesn't see many people because it's locked most of the time. And so my explanation is there's probably a lot of dust because they don't bother cleaning it very often. And he's just having an asthmatic reaction. And they do this triple replay on his real nasty coughing noises, his which I hate. Cough. Uh, it's, it's a like, flummy boy. It's like a... <coughs> yeah. It's like a... <coughs> And then uh, he like yeah. talks about how that means it's not him. Someone's manipulating his voice. He's got a demon in him. <sighs> and then a ghost chastises him for whining, which I thought was great. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much the end of that episode. They get locked at, they get unlocked, and then ooh, the paranormal. Oh, that was yeah, a yeah. weird research thing. They get they turn to the dark McElroys for their analysis. The dark McElroy. Yeah, I thought these guys looked like the 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 like alternate timeline Justin and Travis McElroy if they got into ghost hunting instead of no. podcasting. No, no, you don't think so? No, that's what I thought. No, please, <laughs> do not, do not insult our boys. Our Are podcasting they... forebears, <laughs> the the great pilgrims who who walked this trail before us. Yeah. Anyway, they go to the Las Vegas paranormal investigators it's weird so um originally they were like the las vegas paranormal investigations and now they're the las vegas paranormal authority oh authority (laughs) don't mess with us and then they just confirm zach's bias for like five minutes like every other secondary source that zach goes to does and they're like this is great evidence good job I was surprised they didn't have their own t-shirts you know special like hats or something yeah um, their names were Wally Luna, so Moon a, Moon Boy. That's a really good name for a ghost hunter, though. Wally Luna. Yeah, I love that. And then Michael Carico. Yeah, Carico. Yeah. Uh, one was a video and photo technician, and then the other one was the lead investigator. And Wally Luna, the photo and video technician, he was really enjoying talking on Ghost Adventures. Really gregarious mm. fella. Yeah. He keeps using. He does that thing that I hate when people do to me, where he uses his. Uh, fellow investigator Mike's name in like every single sentence he says. Like he's talking to a child. What we like here, Mike, is that we've got this evidence right here. And Mike, when you see something like that, Mike, it means that it's really good, Mike. Yeah. I exaggerated a little bit. But, but it, it, it was it was very noticeable, though. He's pulling that uh, uh, Dale Carnegie shit. It's because he's very professional and he likes to address everyone to seem more personal. I I, there's a guy I work with who does that. And it, it bugs me so much because he's like, well, Max... <laughs> Yes, Max. Exactly right. Yes, Max. I love it. Like he's just very like I remember. Like, I know you know me. I remember my and name. And I appreciate Thank you. your friendliness, but but, but uh, you can cut it out. <laughs> so that's oh, Amargosa Opera House. They didn't really do much in the Opera House. No, they no, didn't. They didn't really. There must have been absolutely no evidence. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there was just that lady who just just kind of Sandy hung mm. out and after hours and. Just, no. just 
dance. Do like, did a, a squat oh, walk. Jesus oh. Christ. We didn't even talk about Zach's dance. That, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he yeah. tap danced. We didn't even talk oh, about this. Oh, God. That so, was like a sunny Philadelphia. It's always sunny Philadelphia. Like, yeah. He, it's like the gang goes tap dancing. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, okay. The thing is that the Ghost Adventures crew do resemble always sunny, like, like side characters. Yes. They look like secondary characters from that show. Yes. And there's this moment where he's like, I have to apologize to all of the spirits. And you see, like, them recreate a rowdy crowd throwing tomatoes. And then Zach does this very bad dance at Sandy's behalf. Sandy's trying to teach him flamenco, and he just ends up doing a not real tap dance. <laughs> a lot of embarrassing stuff in this episode for uh, Zach. Yeah. Very embarrassing day. Mm-hmm. Uh, good episode, though, I thought. Yeah. This was pretty fun. Uh, an all-time freakout from Aaron in this episode. Yeah, it was a good freakout. Uh, what, was, go- what, yeah. was, what was your favorite part, John? Oh, gosh. Ooh, where do I begin? Let me see. That's how I feel, too. Right? Oh my gosh! I think it was the cla- it was the time between the clown room and <laughs> Sammy, the, like the t- like the dancer. Oh my god! Squat lady. Squat lady. Uh, all day squat day. In- immediately <laughs> throwing Zach off his game. Yeah. Oh my gosh! How about you, Cassie? I'd say yeah. Sandy was my favorite. Just the power her vagina has over Zach. <laughs> is, <laughs> is something I aspire to. Oh my god! For me, it was Aaron flipping out. Having his major meltdown. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh, oh fuck! fuck. Oh, oh my god! Oh, fuck! Fuck! <laughs> I definitely used that in my like very very short lived Ghost Adventures recut uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I definitely used that exact freakout for my Aaron compilation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh my goodness. Well, thanks so much for joining us. It's been another fun episode of uh, Insanely Haunted. Oh shit! They fucking they dropped the name of our episode in this they one. They did. Yeah, watch out for the Insanely Haunted in this episode of Ghost Adventures when you watch it. Zach says it. Uh, so now you know why we called the show what we called it. Yeah. <laughs> it's insanely haunted. There are later episodes, or at least one, where they, they say that, and then they have the, the slow-mo repeat. Insanely haunted. With, and, with, like, letters across the screen spelling it out for you. And that was the genesis. That was the seed of the idea that would become this podcast. Yeah. Uh, thanks for spending your time with us. Yeah. Uh, it's been really re- encouraging to see how many of you are are coming up and, and listening to our episodes. You gave us, again, you gave us another record-breaking week last week, so thank you so much for that. That's oh, all thanks to your efforts. Right, and I wanted to bring up... Um, Ashley, Ashley, okay. Ashley Prophet. Okay, is, okay, okay. Uh, shout out to Ashley, uh, who informed us about a recent purchase Sack Baggins made. Oh, yeah, he bought the statue of Donald Trump. You know that? No. You, no, 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 no. You know the statue, the naked, really embarrassing statue of Donald Trump? Oh. With his tiny little, you know? Yeah. Um, tiny hands. Yeah. Um, there was like one left because everyone vandalized the other ones, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, and Zach, like, won it at an auction. And apparently he's putting it in his uh, haunted museum because he likes how weird and... Um, just, just the aura around it, how it's creepy and weird and, but I'm I'm, choosing to believe that it's because he (laughs) wants it to live forever without being taken down. Yeah. (laughs) He wants to like commemorate this piece of American history. And he had, and in his video, cause you can watch, he's got a little video and he made it through TMZ or something. Um, he, he, he explains his purchase and (laughs) he had to defend himself (laughs) For buying a naked statue of a man. That's the part that embarrasses him, that it's a naked man statue. He said, I didn't purchase it because 
It's a naked statue of a man. It's not not the fact that it's Donald Trump. It's just a na- naked statue of a man. Right. Yeah. Wow. No, he he had to go to the no homo thing. Just so you know, just in case, just in case you ever thought that maybe he he you know. But anyway, that was really exciting news. I'm I'm really glad we know that. Glad that knowledge is out there in the world now. Yeah. Wow. So. Thank you for like giving me that knowledge too. Like, damn. So if you want to share something like that with us, some ghost adventures related news, you can either do that by posting on our Facebook page. Or by sending us an email to insanelyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also visit us at insanelyhaunted.com to see the beautiful art that Cassie makes every time she, we upload an episode. Uh, and speaking of art, we haven't thanked Leandra recently. Yeah, thank you, Leandra. Thanks, Leandra. She's the uh, the great artist who made our logo and our um, and our like typeface font. That's her hand. That's her hand in there. Um, I'd like to do a shout out uh, to the national parks because they are pretty much in a national park for this episode. Uh, Death Valley Death National Valley. Park. Have you guys ever been? Nope. Nope. I haven't. Nope. I have. It's really cool. Um. Uh. It's really hot. And don't try and cross the valley because you will die. You will die. It's like the, they they call it Death Valley and they are not joking. Uh. Yeah. When I went, a uh, ranger told us about a guy who wanted to challenge himself to cross the valley and back overnight. <laughs> why, why would you do this? And he never returned. <laughs> and it took them days to find his charred dehydrated raisin body so he got turned into man jerky out there he did (laughs) um apparently they also get salt ducks uh when water birds ducks yes when water birds um are migrating over the area and maybe there was like a a flash flood storm they don't get much precipitation but when they do it's usually like you know they get flooding so that there's there are these salt flats um it looks like snow and it's not salt it's beautiful Um, oh like in like in star wars yeah, oh. yeah, just like in uh, the Last Jedi, it looks exactly like that, with the little Pentagon uh, shapes uh, that form in them. Um, but so when it rains, the salt ends up, you know, a big puddle, big big old puddle, a, tem- uh, a temporary lake. But it is super salty. So don't drink that. Don't drink it. Um, mm. you will die. Um, and the ducks think, oh yay, there's water. Let's go for a swim. And then they then end they up die? crystallized in salt. Oh Jesus! That's horrible. Yeah. So they oh. find these like crystallized ducks. That's yeah. some, that's some like I have no mouth and I must scream body horror shit. Oh god. There's oh, a reason why god. the place is called Death Valley, but it is gorgeous and you should you should, <laughs> No no, there's something beautiful about visit. places that can oh, kill yeah. you. And right? it's also right? got the lowest point in uh, North America. So what would you recommend then to if you ever like want to do a hike through Death Valley? Like follow the trails. Yeah, okay. stick stick to those because follow the trails and bring lots and lots and lots of water and sunscreen because you will burn. Uh, and then uh, one more tip for you, our listener. Um, if you'd like to uh, help us out, then you can always do that by going to our tip jar link and dropping in a couple of dollars. We don't we don't charge for the show. You you can enjoy it no matter whether or not you're able to pay. But it would just be nice to have a little help hosting. Um, and of course, the easiest and most fun way to support us is to just tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Share us with your friends on social media, with your friends in whatever Facebook group you use to dunk on Zach. And also, please, if you have a Facebook group for dunking on Zach Bagans, please, God, invite me to it. <laughs> I would really like to be in that. Um, but thank you so much. You, you, y'all are the reason we do this. Uh, and and every, every individual download that we get is one more than I think we honestly deserve. So... <laughs> Uh, thank you endlessly. Uh, and of course, ratings on Apple Podcasts are also really good. 
Is that about it? Yeah, I think that's, it. that's it. Cool. Well, you've been listening to Insanely Haunted, uh, and my name, as always, is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm John. And you just heard a Class A EVP. 